Hello there. Yeah, back. Back from the apparent diarrhea situation that I had. That was serious. Slash, slash work trip in Miami. Yeah, I get it. Go. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. How was, you know, was South Beach? South Beach was cool. We, you know, we walked around for a second. We, we didn't do a whole lot there. The, the place where we stayed was was dope. It was like a mile away from there. Um, really famous hotel, apparently, called the Fountain Blue. Fountain Blue. Fountain Blue. Fountain Blue. Uh, no, a bunch of famous people used to stay there. It's a place to be seen and whatever. All that good yeah. stuff. Um, I just tried to stay awake during meetings and uh, go out to the pool afterwards. That was my week. You know, in that between the diary. Like yeah. So anyway, but uh you 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 guys did a great job. I enjoyed listening to it. Um unfortunately we have a, another loss to talk about this week, but um let's go ahead and get to the show. Welcome to To the Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, the original and longest-running Southern Miss podcast in the market, recording this on September the 18th from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Here, as always, with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only Patrick Lowry. Yo, welcome back. Yeah, I was expecting to hear a thump. Oh yeah, no thumps. Or we didn't hear one last week either because uh, no. Shane was a little rusty. Yeah, uh, I can't believe you got the wizard. And I'm 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 glad that it worked out that way. Uh, because... Yeah, I mean, I knew you know you had you'd give me the heads up a couple of weeks back and was like, hey, I'm going to be out, and then this is the situation, and I kind of racked my brain, and I don't know. I think it kind of hit me last minute. I was like, well, I, I was like, I think Shane is coming this week. I was like, that could work out. So I just you know ended up messaging. Uh, it worked out. So I thought it was a good episode. And um, now you guys did great. And it's after you've done so many of these, you kind of look forward to not knowing what's going to happen when you're listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And, and this was, this was doubly that way because I, I number one, I didn't know uh, how it was going to go down. I didn't mm-hmm. know if you had a person because I saw the preview come out uh, and before I went into a meeting one day, all it said was Pilo go solo. I was like, did he? <laughs> Man, I told him like a month before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you texted me too. I think you're like, did you go solo? I was like, maybe, maybe not. You just have yeah, to Yeah. Yeah. No, but, uh, but you, you guys did fantastic. Um, let me remind everybody that we do have a sponsor. It's the same one that we've always said. It's the best bar in town. Uh, we are brought to you. This today, Today's episode is brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill, Hattiesburg's premier neighborhood sports bar. Not only do they have the famous home-style plate lunches Monday through Friday, but they also have weekly drink specials. Make 4th Street Bar and Grill your go-to spot for all Southern Miss games home and away. 4th Street Bar and Grill. We install and service hangovers. And there's probably some hangovers to be had after that contest this weekend. But Yikes. what happened since the last time we recorded? Like we said, I went on my little Miami trip and had all that stuff go down. Uh, the Wizard hopped on with you last week and brought the fa- he brought his whole family down for, for, for the game this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tulane came to town and we watched the football game out there. Women's tennis was back in action. Volleyball played in the Bill Street Challenge. 
men's golf has really got it going on. Uh, they won a golf tournament, and we have a young phenom playing really well that we're going to talk about a little bit. Uh, baseball had a scrimmage over at the Pete, lots of new faces, not only as players, but coaching. St- well, you know, it's not new faces, but it's weird, right? Not yeah. seeing Scott Berry over there in the third base box. That is different. Um, a, a new guy running out to the mound to make a change. Uh, it's just, it's just, we just different, but, um, but, but still, those guys got it rolling over there. And Pilo started his fourth week in the gym down 10 pounds and rolling. Yeah. Uh, I feel, I don't feel great about drinking this beer while we're doing this segment, but why don't, why don't you go ahead? <laughs> Look, and just... that's okay. Like I've been offered cookies, dessert. My kids are eating all this stuff. Um, I was always one to uh, have a home game and hit up like Coop, uh, Coop DeVille, or now it's like winged it, you know, just eat this food at like 10 o'clock at night. And uh, yeah, we got through with the game on Saturday and went and got a salad, you know, it's, it's a new me. So uh, yeah, it's going really good, man. I, it, it's worth it. Like I'm already starting to see a difference and feel different and, uh, I feel fantastic and, um, definitely highly, highly motivated to keep rolling. So, so what is your workout like? Like, like when you walk into the place, I mean, you ain't got to yeah. go through it all, but I mean, you, you yeah. walk in there, like, I like, go, I like to go running Yeah, and it's just more of a mental thing for me. I think it kind of helps me maintain my weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just clear my mind that sort of deal but you're walking sure. into the gym with a purpose and i know you've spoken with a trainer so for people that are out there that might want to get started in something like that you're still what about a month in or so yeah yeah you're about a month in so so what was it like the first time i'm sure you got pretty <laughs> sore have you settled into a routine yeah yeah for sure so i, I work with the trainer uh through an app actually uh and it's it's a good family um one of my wife's cousin's husband so he's a he's a trainer and he kind of sets everything up for me uh through an app and so i, I kind of log into it and then he's got my work workouts kind of curated and um the thing i really like is it's been um a, basically a lot of weights and a good mix of like that and floor uh stuff as well some stretching yoga that kind of stuff mixed in with weights but always cardio at the end and i think that's important because a lot of people want to go in there and just do that and then lift but apparently there's some kind of science behind doing it at the end uh, after um that's really um beneficial I, don't, I, I i'm not gonna act like i know everything i'm talking about but yeah i've gotten to a good routine um have some rest days in there but yeah so i get in and and kind of go through my checklist of, of stuff to do and uh, put in my weights and reps and um you know, and then do a little cardio at the end and I'm out usually a little over an hour. So usually right at an hour, but it makes me been... want to get a hold of this guy and say, Hey man, um, have you done the workout yet for Pilo this week? Yeah. Okay. We're going to have to get some, I don't know, some, some strange looking, it's like some, uh, well, you know, some, you talked some, about some bunny hops through the middle of the place or something. Oh, there is some funny stuff in there. There's one <laughs> uh, called, you know, dead bug where I'm on my back and the legs and hands are in the air and I'm stretching and I, you know, it, it's oh, awkward. You feel I've like a crazy person. Uh, I laugh every time, but uh, yeah. So talking about the first time, man, it's, I went a little hard uh, too quickly. I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but man, I literally almost passed out. Um, I was just trying to push myself and make up for lost time and, I can't do that. You got to start slow and, and, you know, but um, as I'm entering this week, uh, my reps are constantly getting bumped up. And so uh, we're starting to kind of accelerate a little bit. So we're going to start seeing some more today was really, 
uh, the most like reps I've done and stuff like that. But man, I'm uh, like I said, it's it's kind of one of those things where I'm off on the weekend, so I don't have to go uh, Saturday or Sunday. And like by Monday today, I like I was ready to get back in there. So it's it's kind of I've kind of developed that routine now, and um, having somewhere where I go, like I go to crunch, which, you know, you can go anywhere you want to go, but it, they just have the equipment and the space for me to do what I need to do. But it's also open 24 hours, which is nice. So it kind of helps because my schedule is a little different with kids and activities and stuff like that. So it is helpful uh, to have that as well. I just thought of a new t-shirt idea. Uh-oh. It's, it's, you know, like the, like the evolution uh, sequence oh, yeah. that you've seen before. We need to have a pillow one. On your on your weight loss journey. <laughs> now, awesome. yeah. Look, I, I have pictures. Uh I could probably make that happen with some Photoshop. Uh, oh, and you can go to bonfire.com slash store slash to the top talk and buy your pillow evolution. <laughs> that is what everybody wants. I'm telling you. My oh fat my God, that would be great. hopefully me. Um yeah, I mean, my goal is like, you know, baseball season gets around and I go through the roost and people are like, hey, what happened to Luke Combs? So um, hopefully right. I'm a lot less of Luke Combs by then. So we'll see. Well, good on you, dude. Um, it's 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 commendable. It's um, and and now that you're, you've told the world, you kind of have to stick with it. So, yeah. Yep. Know. Let's update the poll results from last. Well, from today, actually. Uh, while I'm reading this out, maybe you can find out if it's. I don't think. I don't guess it's done yet. Um, so we. I thought of this poll this morning, and and we decided it was a good one to run with. So we did it because I didn't want to really harp on the loss. But look, nobody wants to lose, right? Nobody yep. wanted to lose the Florida State game. Nobody wanted to lose the Tulane game. It just got me to thinking. After a loss, where do you find yourself? And the four options that we gave were ready for the next game, rock bottom, really fired up, or away from the internet. And ready for the next game, got 47% of the vote. I don't know how many votes we're up to uh, as of yet, but there's still time to vote until tomorrow morning sometime. Right. But uh, ready for the next game, got 47%. Rock bottom came in second with 29%. And I'm kind of in between there. And away from the internet, I think is where I am. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really fired up, only got 4%, which is good. And away from the internet with, with 20%. And the away from the internet thing, that kind of came from our good buddy, uh, Phil. Uh, I, was, I was in a text uh, thread with him and some people. And we started talking, if the season just goes horribly bad, like, you know, like, where are we going to be? And he was like, I'm going to the mountains, so I'm away. So I'm outside of internet access and i was like that's yeah. a great idea i've used that in the poll question somehow so yeah so at least uh, a portion of this poll question goes to uh our good friend phil scott so appreciate well, I actually that. i was just checking on the poll and our good uh -huh. friend dan uh williams uh who has contributed to some of our poll questions i'm gonna give him a shout out uh he replied to it and put typically fourth street bar so that was his answer and tag great Street, answer. tag four street bar on there. So, yeah. and you can go through kind of all of those for at four street bar. You know, I think I was a good mixture of um, a lot of those emotions. I feel like it's, it's kind of a uh, kind of like the stages of grief. Um, 
Maybe that's it. Maybe maybe I was going through all of those at one time. Yeah, I think it's a process. So uh, (laughs) the first thing is to obviously get away from the internet and stop tweeting when you're angry. Uh, Because you're going to wake up in the morning on Sunday and realize, man, I probably shouldn't have said that. So, uh, yeah, I didn't get on Discord. I didn't get on. I didn't get on anything. So I just, you know, closed the book and kind of slept on it. But wow, new year, new you. Yeah, I mean, I've I've said enough stupid things after losses, and um, <laughs> maybe I'm just getting older in my, I don't know, I don't know, wiser okay. in my older age, I guess. Who knows? So the Tulane Green Wave came to town. It was a 3 p.m. kickoff. Uh, I was in a rush, you know, yeah. to get back from Miami. Uh, we set up all the tailgate stuff on Friday. I had a soccer game to coach at 9 and a soccer game to coach at 12. And then it was just like, warp speed mode trying to get out the tailgate and i actually made it out around 1 30 and squeezed in about three and a half hours to tailgate and then that hour and a half i think yeah i was feeling I mean, right and 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 that was all great but but of course the the golden eagles fell to the green wave 21 to three center misses now one and two on the season and you know th- that opening drive two lane had uh the first quarter um uh-huh. You know, that, that was no good. But then, we, you know, we kind of held them, and they scored 14 more in the third, and that was it, right? Um, so the defense kind of held serve yeah, they really settled in of the that. game. Um, and, and Southern Miss just with the one field goal there in the third, and that was it. A little over 25,000 people in attendance. Uh, those east side people didn't make it very long in the game. I've <laughs> seen a lot of pictures saying, like, real cool, you know, talking about attendance. Well, attendance was fine to start off, but – it's, it's you're just baking in the sun over there uh, the, yeah. the entire time. And if there's nothing cool to watch, to take your mind off of that sunshine, just piercing right through your skin, it gets kind of boring probably. And, you know, I'd stay and you would stay and everybody else that stayed over there would stay, but I don't, you know, whatever. I, I don't know if I blame those people for leaving. They came to see some action and didn't see much. So yeah, they rolled out. But if you're looking at the pictures, of the attendance or urinals or anything like that on Twitter, just don't. You know, it's it's. I, I, I've got a picture. It shows that entire bottom half completely full. You know. Yeah. So it's. I, I don't. I don't know why we 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 try to to accentuate um, the flaws and things sometimes as a fan base, but here we are. Um, team stats. Uh, they're very even. Like when I started to put these together, I'm going. You know, it's 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 way more even than I guess I thought. I guess we just we just never really got over that hump with that big play offensively to to really make me feel like we were going to turn a corner, right? But we were within striking distance for most of the game. Uh, first downs, Tulane with nineteen, USM with fifteen. Uh, rushing yards, Tulane with one hundred and twenty-eight on thirty-seven attempts, and this is pretty disparaging. USM with only 25 yards on 30 attempts. Uh, passing, very even, I thought. Tulane, 186 yards. Southern Miss, 177 yards. Total offense, 314. Tulane, 202. Southern Miss. Um, punting, I don't know why I put that on here, but I guess we won that one. Uh, we <laughs> had six punts. They only had four punts. <laughs> In your face. Um, yeah, take that, greenies. Um, t- time of possession, right? Uh, yeah. Southern Miss, 31 minutes and 37 seconds. Tulane, 28 minutes and 33 seconds. Some of that probably had to do with field position. I know that 
they downed the ball in the one one time we started back. Uh, it, it seemed like they started – I don't have those numbers right in front of me, but see, it, just thinking back, I feel like they started uh, it, like, like on their own 40 uh, and then towards our end of the field. Yeah, it was pretty much the 35 to the 50 just about every time. Like they had yeah. pretty solid field position. Uh, and then defensively, Tulane had three sacks. Southern Miss had three sacks. I think we all know that Tulane's a good team. It's hard for some of us to admit that, but they are. I mean, they were Cotton Bowl champions last year. They've got a lot of people back. People talk about Pratt not starting. Hey, the other guy's good. You know, yeah. he looked good the previous week versus Ole Miss. He looked good versus us. Not crazy. We read off those stats right there. He threw for 186 yards, but, you know, it doesn't make any mistake. Very much like uh, like our guy, you know, Billy Wiles. Uh, it's, it's, it, they, they kind of look similar uh, if you put on different uniforms. But um, but the big thing, obviously, is the points, as Dan would probably point out, again, if we ran that poll. Yep. And, you know, they got 21 of them, and – we only got three of them. So I guess, Pilo, what, what were I, I just spewed off a bunch of stats there. Uh, I know that you were at the game, obviously. Uh, like, what were your thoughts, I guess, overall on the game and, and where you see us sitting now three, three games in? Yeah, I mean, obviously it was what nobody wanted. Um, I feel like it was kind of one of those things where I had several people ask me like, what's your thoughts on the team so far? Like, obviously we opened with Alcorn. We kind of, you know, play half of a football game there and, you know, we're kind of dominating. Um, and then, you know, we go to Florida state and kind of get dominated. So it's kind of like we were kind of on both extremes. So I was really kind of wanting to see what we were going to show up with. And, uh, unfortunately, I just felt like we were flat and uh, couldn't really get it going offensively. Obviously, you don't need to hash that out again. We we all saw that, but um, you know, it kind of reminded me of the early like uh, Hall's first year, like when we just were so thin, we couldn't get anything going offensively. It was like I kind of felt like we were there again. Uh, I don't think it was anything really Tulane did special. Uh, I just I felt like we just couldn't get any momentum um and and that's just hard you know eventually the defense it's kind of like the florida state series we stop them what three times on fourth down and then you know then they come down and kick the onside kick and like our defense is just out there so long and i felt like yeah. we weren't moving the ball so the defense was just out there so long and then eventually they're just going to get gassed so by the end of the game they're just you know they're they're done so um well, well, you know, the, the opening drive where they went down just methodically and just yes. kind of just jabbed us and jabbed and jabbed and jabbed. We didn't give up any haymakers, but they jabbed and jabbed and jabbed and went down and right. scored. It looked like we were going to do the same thing coming back the other way. Yep. Um, so we had two third down conversions, like third and eights, right? Uh, yeah. Coming back coming back to the, the other way on drive number one. And so I'm kind of thinking myself, well, here we go. You know, we're at least getting three out of this, right? Right. Um, well, we, we go for it on fourth down with the jump pass from Gore. I mean, Superback came in. Everything was lining up good. We didn't give up any big plays defensively. We, you know, we had that bend but not break thing. Um, even though they scored, we were kind of jabbing our way back. And then we come with a Superback on the third and like less than one, I think. And then I'm running the trip play that is wide ass open. Oh, yeah. And we just missed it. Right. Um, and then to to 
to, to cap that off, uh, we missed a field goal after that, which I thought was a chip shot, but I looked it up. It was a 48-yarder, plenty of distance, just wide right. Yeah. Um, but 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 yeah. That, so so I guess starting off, I, I thought that um, I thought that we belonged, you know, versus Florida State. I remember thinking to myself and maybe saying on the show, I can't remember that I knew it was a super duper long shot. I just wanted to look like we belonged, and it yeah. kind of didn't, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it turns out I think Florida State might be the best team that I've, that I've seen maybe ever. So uh, I, I'm okay with us not being the best team in the history of college football. That's okay. I wanted to see how we stacked up against the Greenies, who were favored by 11 and who are further along than we are right now in our program. But it was a, a, a more closely, a closer way, a, a, a closer measuring stick, right? Yeah, for sure. And it looked like that way for a little while. Now, I will say this if we do connect on the wide open jump pass and walk into the end zone. That's, you know, so everything else being the same, that's 21 to 10, right? Yeah. Uh, there's a field goal that we missed that had plenty of distance. So it was just three feet, right? That goes in, that's 21, 13. Okay. And all of a sudden you cover. And, and, and at that point, maybe something else goes right. Uh, there's a, there was, there was one pass that Billy missed on, on that left side that I know he probably won't back. Um, and uh, th- there was, I mean, Coach Hall mentioned in the post game, there are some cutback lanes. Like, don't blame everything on the offensive line. I don't know enough about football. I can't just sit there and watch the play and say, well, yeah, there was definitely quick. a run where Frank cut the wrong direction. And if it, it was open, he kind of cut in instead of went out, that kind of thing. Uh, and then I think Drink, Drink got tackled kind of shoestring. And then there was another run, Frank tripped kind of going into the line, then there was a big hole there. Uh, and he was kind of kicking himself when he, when he got up. So yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, goodness, can we just catch a break uh, of some sort? And uh, you're right. I mean, you know, like as bad as we played on, on the offensive side of the ball, it was, and I, and I look back at the notes today, I was like, it was just 21 to three. Like, it wasn't like it was 68 to, you know, seven or something. Um, I mean, yeah, in no, in no way, shame, or form did, did, did Tulane just run away with it. No, not at all. We just never <laughs> were – as close as the game was, we were really just kind of never in it. Yeah. We needed that one big play. Uh, the play to Caston, we, we have one play uh, that went for around 38 yards or something like that. Yeah. Um, and that was the biggest play of the game. Uh, looking at some of these team stats or individual stats – uh, so Billy Wiles, 19 of 33, 177, zero picks, zero TDs, zero was uh, Gore was zero for one passing. Drake Clark, five rushes, 29 yards. Frank Gore Jr., 13 rushes, only 22 yards. Frog Jones, seven catches, 46 yards. He looks really fast out there. Uh, and one of those catches, it's everything's designed to go the distance, right? Um, yeah. So give a little bit of credit to Tulane. Casting those two catches for 54 yards, including that one that I just told you about. And Pittman, five catches for 22 yards. If we can get a lot of games where Frog's got seven catches, Caston has probably more than two, but at least two with some 30-something yarder, and Pittman touches the ball five different times. Yeah. That's good. And not to know? count, like, uh, Mims. I mean, I know he didn't – he wasn't, but, like, that guy's due for a vertical to get behind the secondary. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously one of the fastest people on the field, so it's, it's just one of those where if we could get Billy, you know – a chance to get 
you know, and then have the right play call kind of dialed up. Um, I, I think we're going to see Mims on on some deep balls uh, coming up. No doubt. We have too many playmakers for this to just continue. And, you know, I'm just going to die on this hill. The coach will Hall is a good coach. I don't care. People are like, well, you know him. He's a buddy. I'm like, he's not. It's not like we're, <laughs> you know, we don't like Uber together. You know, right. he's just nice. And I've met him a bunch. I mean, it's just, he's a, and, and everywhere he's been, he's set records offensively. So to say that we're year three in and I get it. And, and it's not that the skepticism isn't warranted either. Okay. He knows that everybody knows that. I think yep. it's year three. It's time to win some games and we still got a chance. We're one and two. What's that? But we still have a chance at nine wins, 10 wins, maybe 10. We still yeah, have a, potentially I mean, possibly a 10 win season. I'm not, I'm not looking for a 10 win season. I'm saying that's still out there and we've played all of our hard teams or the hardest teams on our schedule. Not that we don't have any hard games left, but I think the toughest games we're going to play have been played. So we looked uh, like we're not ready to win a national championship. And then we looked like, man, if we could have had a couple things go our way. We'd have had a, you know, a, a puncher's chance at the end against a cotton ball team. So yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I think that, I think it still remains to be seen. Uh, what this, uh, what the team yeah i've said before on the on the pod that every season no matter what season it is specifically football mostly but is like a movie like you've got a beginning a middle and an end yeah we're still in the beginning and at the end of the season we'll be able to say like what this movie was like right now you're like i don't know man i'm pulling for the guy i'm not sure if he's gonna make it right Right. we'll see where it goes um yeah we see the guy's got potential you know We, we believe in him and, and we'll see what happens. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, Jaleel Clemens had a sack. Uh, Ratcliffe had a sack and a half. And D'Amico rolling with a half a sack. So we were getting to the quarterback a little bit. Uh, five total plays over 15 yards for the Eagles. That long catch of the day uh, to cast him for 39 yards. Um, only five plays over 15 yards. So that's obviously going to have to pick up just a little bit. But as far as it seems, we are away. As bad as it sucks to lose two games in a row, I think we're a little closer than people think. And hey, newsflash teams are going to try to stop Frank Gore. If I'm a coach, I'm like, hey, guys, we might lose. Three ain't going to beat us. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, last year, that I think they could say that about, I mean, we had Brownlee, right? Yeah. Um, it's so, the same thing they did with Crowley. Yes. Curly and Hase, they were like, we're not going to let these guys. It took them about, what, six or eight games, and people were like, we're not going to let those two guys beat us. Yeah, and then, like, you know, Pinkney scores 35. Exactly. You know, Harris goes 16 and 13 or something. So, yeah, that's a very, very, very good point there. Uh, but, but yeah, if I, I would be shocked if the game plan moving forward for most teams wasn't that guy right there, three, Frank Gore Jr., Ain't gonna beat us, so we got to find a way around that. And and also, you're not gonna keep Frank down. It's yep. just not gonna happen. He's too good a player. Okay, man, let's get to our three top moments. You want to lead us off? Yeah, I probably uh, hit all of mine already, but <laughs> yeah, it's all good. So I, I you know, um, one, and this is just kind of a, a a small return of foodie talk. It's been a few weeks. Uh, it's hard really... to do it on the, in the middle of a unless you're gonna talk about a taco salad or something. Yeah. Uh quiche. Yeah, some delicious quiche. Uh 
no, Lisa and I went to uh, rock and roll. So it was like one of those, like you were late. There was not a lot of people out at the tailgate. It's one of those things where normally we'd go out there and tailgate. So yeah, I figured um, it was my fault. Yeah. It's all Jason's <laughs> fault. Uh, no, I mean, and it's a three o'clock kick. Like, you know, like Eagle walks at yeah. one. It's just, you know, like the way we like to tailgate, you know, I like to get out there 11 o'clock on a six o'clock kick. Like I like to be out there all day and really mm-hmm. so grill it up. Yeah. And, um, so anyway, we, uh, it was, man, if you're not, if you, if you like sushi and you haven't been there, it's, oh, it's so good. Um, uh, so that was one, uh, to, uh, the emergence of Drake Clark, man. I, like, I, I love Frank and I love his skill set, but it's also good to have another guy back there. And I just, um, uh, you can see little spurts of, um, then there's going to be a hole open up and he's just going to take off. I just, I, I can yeah. just, it's coming. Um, and I'm excited about him as a player. Um, and three, uh, was, so I'm walking into the stadium. We get scanned in. It's, you know, 30 minutes before kick. And, um, I think Lisa Harper go to the bathroom. I've got Palmer, that's not even right. I didn't, we didn't even have the kids. Uh, anyway, whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I think we're going to get some stuff from the concession stand before we go up kind of at the bottom. And I kind of turn and I see the welcome to the rock shirt. So the kind of little pencil drawn kind of sketch shirt that we have yeah. and a guy's wearing it. And I was like, Hey, that's kind of cool. So I hadn't actually seen one in person. Uh, and so I go over and like, Hey man, uh, like your shirt. And he kind of looks at me and he was like, I think he, then he kind of realized like, Oh, it's Pilo. Uh, and so I talked to him, uh, and I, I feel awful. It's either Justin or Dustin. And I like, I was going to like make a note on my phone and then I didn't, but, um, anyway, we, we ended up taking a picture together and, and that was kind of cool. So, um, I have a picture of the guy. Um, and if you're listening, uh, thanks for buying the shirt. And, uh, it looked really good too. It's one of those, yeah. um, it was one that we, what we've been wanting to do is kind of actually have like a goldish type shirt. I know a lot of the shirts we do are black just because it's hard to get our gold in a base color shirt through some of these companies. Uh, but his shirt looked really good. I mean, it was a little bit lighter shade than our gold, but it was, a, it was very, you know, on brand. And so, um, I thought it looked great. So I was really excited to see that color um, and see that shirt. Um, no, that is, it is very cool when it, when that happens. Um, you know, it used to, people used to come up to me like, Hey, love the show, man. And we talked for five minutes and I get ready to go. And they're like, all right, Jamie, see you later. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, so my three moments, well, I've got to do a better job of my moments because mine all came from the game. Of course, I got there so late. I didn't have many before yeah. the game started. Uh, but that opening drive for two lanes, seven plays, 75 yards, two minutes and 44 seconds, touchdown. And you're sitting there going, all right, how are we going to respond? So that was my moment number one, just to say, all right, we're, we were in a a Division One college football game. Uh, let's let's see what happens. Yep. Which brings me to moment number two. Southern Miss opening drive, 10 plays, 34 yards, including two long third down conversions. And we missed on a fourth down pass, jump pass from 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 Frank in the uh, super back spot there. 
And and then my last uh, moment of the game was right before the half. If you remember, we were driving. There was about 30 seconds on the clock, 36 seconds on the clock. And there was a flag for targeting. And we were in their territory. And and so that would have moved it up uh, like 15 more yards, right? And we would right. at least had like two or three plays towards the end zone. And then we got the ball back in the second half. So I'm thinking to myself at this point, you know, if we, we score right here, we get the ball right back. Hell, we might be, you know, tighter in the lead, right? right. So Yeah, of course. And the, the flag is picked up. And I watched the replay, and it probably should have been picked up. Um, I, I've seen way less offenses stick. I remember Santrell Latham last, uh, either last year or the year before uh, get tossed from a game for something that I didn't think was near uh, – being uh, considered targeting but anyway they pick it up so so those those are my three right there three kind of very big moments in the game and we were just we just never just got over the hump yeah i, I think that's 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 my takeaway in a sentence from the game is God, i can tell that we're that we have potential i almost said i could tell we're good i can't tell we're good i can tell that we have potential and if that potential comes to the surface we could be good it's just that that one moment hadn't happened yet so uh, you know maybe we see it this weekend i don't know um but we are going to arkansas state this weekend uh the game's going to be saturday september 23rd at 6 p.m pilo why don't you take us through the tail of the tape yeah let's do it uh so it's you know looking at this it's it's pretty close um extremely close and you, you'll hear it here in just a second uh total yards for uh southern miss 303.7 and arkansas state averaging uh 307.7 so a four yard difference there uh passing for usm 209 to 155.3 by arkansas state uh, we are rushing on average uh, 94.7 yards rushing a game, and Arkansas State is at 152.3. So for them, very balanced. Um, you know, three yards difference there, kind of looking at passing and rushing. Uh, yards allowed uh, 364.7 for the Eagles and 447.3 for, are they the Red Wolves? Is mm -hmm. that right? Okay. Right. Uh, pass allowed, I guess, passing yards allowed uh, 159.3 and 294 uh, for Arkansas State. And rushing allowed, uh, USM allowing 205 and Arkansas State uh, 153.3. So pretty close. I mean, no, it, it's a it, little it, balanced, it's... off balanced, and, and some yards allowed there. But, um, and that you know between two teams in three games, that's that's not well. And we apart. and we've both played. You know they started off with Oklahoma, right? Yeah, and just get destroyed, yeah. seventy three to nothing or seventy one to nothing. Yeah, uh, and and it's so I mean in the one big game we've played like that it was is Florida State. So you can kind of take that one and throw it out. I should have done yeah. that. I should have said let's, let's take those out and let's. See where we've been since then. That's um, true. But so the last five games, I know this goes back to last year, but the last five games, Southern Miss is three and two. Arkansas State is one and four. Uh, last season, Arkansas State was three and nine. 
uh, and uh, one and seven in Sunbelt Conference play. And I picked out a few key scores. Yeah. Because until I started to put it together, I've just, as soon as the two lane game was over, I was like, that's fine. We're going to go whoop some ass this weekend. Basically just thinking about what, what Oklahoma had done to them. And I was like, well, we're going to do the same thing. Well, last season, uh, they lost to Texas state 16 to 13, right? Texas state's good. Uh, they lost to Old Dominion 29 to 26. So, like that, th- my point is that three and nine record, those two scores could have been different. Yep. And and they all of a sudden have five wins and they lost to us 20 to 19. Okay. So that's, that's three wins. Um, yeah. You're talking, yeah. So, so I was at that point, I, I, I was convincing myself for uh, a few days or I guess a couple days that we were just going to, it was like all corn number two. It's not. It's not going to be that easy. Uh, I, I hope it ends up being that easy, but this team is is not as bad as their record uh, would lead you to believe. Um, rushing the ball, Wallace and Cross for them get get the most carries. Cross is kind of the horse there. He has 233 yards on the season already. Uh, their quarterback is J.T. Shrout or Shrout. I hope it's Shrout. Really. I really hate the shoot. <laughs> uh, he is 24 for 51 for 227 yards. Jackson Daly has also thrown a bunch of passes. He's 17 for 33 for 137. Um, receiving, they got four guys with seven catches each uh, because they run the ball a lot, right? You heard on those stats that you read out, they they mm-hmm. they run the ball uh, more than they throw it. Uh, Courtney Jackson has 105 yards. And the only receiving touchdown for Arkansas State in 2023 defensively six sacks on the season and nobody with more than one and a half and they have not caught an interception yet so you know looking at those stats i mean the stat that jumps out to me i guess is yards allowed Mm 447.3 and then the other one would be that they rushed the ball a lot right uh, right. So they average 152 on the ground. I don't see them doing that versus Southern Miss. I think that if you know, hopefully we can hold them under 100 yards. Because if we do, then the quarterback Shrout Trout is going to have to throw the ball a lot, and yeah, he hasn't done it so far. So I think advantage quarterback in uh, for, for USM right there uh, rushing. It looks like advantage Arkansas State, but I know the guys that we have, and they haven't been able to do anything yet. So. Mm-hmm. um Maybe you go push there, but 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 really the yards allowed. Hopefully this will be something where the Southern Miss offense can can use this as a springboard offensively and at least get some more points on the board. If Arkansas State makes it close, they make it close. Um, any way you slice it, the Eagles got to come away with a victory. I don't care if it's well, yeah. I mean, and we're going again. to their place, you know. Right? Yeah, I mean, I don't care who you are. I I. I I was on you know those travel teams and traveled with football for three years when I was with uh, working with USM and man, I remember those barn burners we had in the Alamo Dome against UTSA in front of like five hundred people and you think like oh we're gonna come in here and kill them and man it's just something about the travel and being on the road I don't know it was just one of those things where I was like if we got these guys at home I feel like we'd kill them, um, but you know, it's just another wrinkle in the preparation and the focus that you have to have kind of on the road. So very important mentally, I think yes. this week. Yes. Just to go ahead and get back in that one call. Who thought we we're, did, did, did I, I would love to meet the person that said, 
I thought we were gonna be three and zero at this point. <laughs> I think I think two yeah. and one everybody thought was a possibility. Yes, I think one and two people thought were was pretty likely. And here yeah. we are, right? And we've had yeah. two defensive great showings. Uh, we we know we've got a quarterback that can sling it around. We hadn't figured out Frank yet. You know, that's a big question mark. I, I think we, we hadn't figured out Frank and we hadn't figured out any way to give to have an explosive play downfield. Yep. So I guess those are the question marks, but hopefully we can figure out something. But even week. last year, though, I think as the year progressed, we really found something offensively. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, it was a good mix of super back and and, you know, whatever. Um, but. I don't know. I, I just feel like, uh, you know, and then as the year closed, like the, the offensive line played, you know, really well toward the end of the season. So um, not that I, I expect six more games before we start clicking, but uh, I think it's just one of those things. Um, we're just, we're just not there yet, but hopefully it's one of those things like this is an opportunity. And I'm sure this is what the coaching staff is telling these guys. Like you have a chance to go in here and, um, and get back in the one column and, and make a statement. So, well, before we get to our pick of this game this weekend, let's go ahead and update where we stand on the Sun Belt weekly Sun Belt conference pick 'em between yeah. us and get to our picks for this week. So, uh, here we go. Uh, we are entering week four of the pick 'em. And uh, looking back at last week, um, you had sent me your picks before you took off for the trip. So I was able to get those in. Uh, we didn't, I think I did read those on the show, um, just for public record. Uh, and, uh, Shane picked as well. And, um, so I ended up going 10 and 12, um, missing 10 out of 12. Correct. Uh, you got 10 out of 12. Correct. And Shane went eight of 12. So Way to go, uh, wizard. Uh, we <laughs> across the board, we uh, obviously all picked the Eagles, uh, against Tulane. Um, I had Oklahoma State over South, and you had East Carolina over App. Uh, and we're not going to talk about all of Shane's misses, but after uh, week three, we are at I'm at 31 of 39, and you are at 30 of 39. So, mm. not bad, just one Dead off, heat. and yeah. And let's get into week four. So uh, week four actually starts with a Thursday night game. Uh, It's going to be Georgia State going to Coastal. So again, we're going to start getting into some um, Sunbelt games this week, a little bit of conference games, still a little bit of mix. uh, But we do have a couple of matchups in conference this week. So Georgia State travels to Coastal, 630 kick, ESPN. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take Coastal. Because okay. I like their uniforms better. Yeah, the, the, they're on that I, be, I, the beach chicken food. I have no. I don't know if you have it in front of you, but I would expect the over to be quite high. Uh, and yeah, it probably would a, be a, a a very entertaining game to watch outside of if there's some weather or something like that. But I, I would expect both teams to put up some points. Uh, but like Coastal at this point, uh, with with Grayson McCall, I just it's hard for me to pick against against coastal with a senior quarterback that's that's that good especially at home yeah uh let's see over under is currently at 63 uh that's pretty so, high. yeah that's, that's yeah. pretty high it should be a pretty entertaining game. again thursday night national television 
uh, ESPN. I'm going to go Coastal as well. Um, and that kicks us off. So looking at this, let's see, noon, uh, we're at Saturday now. So first game looks like James Madison is traveling to Utah State. Hmm. I like James Madison. I'm I'm not, I'm not sure. I I think they might have a little bit too much attitude for me. Once we get into this conference thing, we start playing them a lot, uh, just fan wise. And just, there's some teams that have just that, whatever that is, that Western Kentucky type thing that's that's going on comparison. Yeah. And, and I just, I don't like that. So I hope that they come back down to earth this week. I'm taking Utah state. Okay. Uh, yeah. So it looks like they changed that game. I had it as a noon kick, but it looks like it's a seven o'clock kick. So, um, okay. I'm going to go James Madison there. Um, just for making it different. Uh, another game, uh, Virginia tech actually travels to Marshall this week. So Marshall hosting Virginia tech. Hmm. Marshall has a knack of beating a big boy every year. Last and year, Marshall is, and I'll look. I'll even throw this in. Marshall is. I know you said you didn't have a chance to do a lot of research. Marshall is a five point. Uh, uh, I guess they have five points, so they're uh, they're five point dog. favored. Yes, no, no, favored by five. They're favored by five. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm taking Marshall either way. I love Marshall. Um, okay. It, it's 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 a, it's still on my bucket list of a place to go to. And it would be a, a signature win. I th- I can't believe they're favored, but it would be a signature win for 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 them just being in that part of the country, and and for the Sun Belt as a whole. So, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Virginia Tech sitting at one and two, um, so I'm assuming that's why they're favored. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was a cool trip. That's uh, not really cool flying into there, but uh, it is a cool. <laughs> it's a very cool trip. Uh, Georgia Southern at Ball State. Who'd you pick? Yeah. Oh, I picked uh, Marshall as well. Sorry. Okay. Uh, um, who'd you say? Georgia Southern so Ball Georgia State. Georgia Southern traveling to Ball State. Um, Georgia Southern sitting at two and one, Ball State one and two. Ball State. That's where, um, God, why can't I think of his name? Our, our, our old assistant athletic director. What's his name? <laughs> Oh, Mitchell. Mitch, that's right. Yeah. Jeff Mitchell. Is that where I'll, he went? Ball State? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. where he is. Okay. I'll take the fighting Jeff Mitchells. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'm going to go Georgia Southern. So we are going to mix it up this week. Uh, let's see. Next, we have Buffalo traveling down to Lafayette to face the Raging Cajuns. Well, actually, hmm. that says Houston, Texas. Weird. Uh, huh. Okay, that's not right. I don't know how that came in, but yeah, they are. That is correct. Buffalo is playing Louisiana at home. I mean, at Louisiana. I like the Cajuns. I I, I don't know anything about Buffalo except for that's a full continent away. So <laughs> I'm going to take Louisiana. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm going to go with the Raging Cajuns as well. Uh, Texas A&M Commerce, uh, that's an important uh, third word in that, <laughs> uh, is uh, uh, traveling to Old Dominion this week. Okay, I'll take Old Dominion. There's okay. less words in their name. 
Yes, I'll go with Old Dominion as well. We're sticking with the Sun Belt. Uh, this is an, another interesting one. Uh, South Alabama is hosting Central Michigan. The Chippewas. Yeah, it's an interesting matchup. South Alabama's already fell in their face one time this year, and I think they're really good. So I think yeah. that was their worst game. I can't see them losing to a Central Michigan in a season where they can possibly win, you know, 10 to, you know, I don't know, 10, 11 games. So I'll yeah. take uh, I'll take South Al, which I know you can't, but I am. Yeah, you are, and I am not. So go <laughs> Chippewas. Um, next up, uh, Nevada travels to Texas State. Oh, Texas State. They're 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 my I just think that they're good and I just like what they have going on in their yeah. program right now. So I'm pulling for Texas State every game that they're not playing us. So I'm taking Texas State. I am doing the same. I believe in them. Uh first year head coach already making an impact. Um next up we have this is another interesting one. We even mentioned them in this pick'em, Western Kentucky is traveling to Troy. Troy. I hate Western Kentucky. I, I hate them with, with, I hate them like South Alabama style. I just, wow. I can't stand them. I did like Bailey Zeppi, which is kind of weird. Uh, yeah. I, I, I latched onto him for a little bit, but God, they're so going, going back to the championship game that we played there and the way the fans acted. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was there. The, the tens of them that showed yep. up for a championship game, but God, they're just bad people. They're like Tennessee bad. They're they're not witty. They're they they act like they've been there forever. I'm like you got to you know I I don't like them. I don't like Stansbury coaching the basketball team. I don't like their colors. I don't like that blob that they have for a mascot. And you know Jeff. what you know what else is there in Bowling Green? Russell. It's the home of Russell Apparel. Russell Athletic Apparel. Yes. Well, that makes perfect it's another sense. reason why you can really love them. I hate them. I can't ever pull for them. I hate them. I don't even remember uh, who you said they were playing. They're playing Troy. Oh. And, and I, I like Troy. I, I'm, I'm, gonna Troy. Go, I'm actually going to pick Western Kentucky. Okay. Uh, just, um, well, you're going to lose that one. Well, we'll see. Uh, and let's see. One more. I'm going to skip ours. We're going to go to uh, App State at Wyoming. So that's a, that's a heck of a travel. Hmm. I'll take Wyoming. Uh okay, man. We are very different this week. This is this is gonna be the game. This is gonna be the change. I'm gonna go App State. Uh so I feel like we're almost different on all these picks. So this will be we'll know a lot uh next week. And that brings us to uh Southern Miss and Arkansas State. Southern Miss is I, I I I'm not I'm not willing to like put the deed of my house on this, but it's just hard for me to imagine a scenario where Southern Miss doesn't come back with a victory. I, I think it's possible that Southern Miss is going to win by a ton. Um, yeah. I, I I just, this is the week. This is, I just, I believe in Coach Hall, and I believe we have really good players. I'd like to see a little bit more out of Billy. I think Billy would even tell you that. He's a super nice guy and looks the part, and, and, and he's making the right reads and playing to the fat of the green and all that. At some point, every every season that we've had with Southern Miss that we've been really good, we've had an absolute dude at quarterback. So yep. can he be that dude? And I think he can. And hopefully this week he decides to do that because we need it. And 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 I think that he will. So, yeah, Southern Miss. 
by 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 hopefully a lot, but at least one point. <laughs> uh yes, I have all my pick on uh Eeks by nine deep. So um that was my pick. I think that pretty much sums up everything you just said. So uh, those are locked in over the airwaves, and uh, we are different on one, two, three, four, five games this week. So yeah, we will we will have a uh, a good match after this week. So we'll see where we are. And that wraps it up. Very good. So, and I did not get to attend the, the baseball scrimmage. Yep, this past weekend, um, but. I, I I've learned some things from it and a lot of it, I, I, I have to be careful because I, I'm a member of the 24 seven board where Glenn and Drew do such good work over there. Yeah. And so a lot of this I got from there, I'm not going to give away any of their information, but I am going to hit on some points that just uh, people have told me. And, and some of it was, was on there, but just not in near the detail that, that Glenn does such a, a good job over there. But if you'd like to hear more after hearing this pitch, yeah, then feel free to get a, a subscription it's, it's so if i can afford it i promise you <laughs> you can afford it <laughs> um and, and we talked about it a little bit at the beginning just how weird it is just that 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 barry's not there right yes um it was cool so, to see him uh with the presentation this weekend so man, cool. that should have been in my top three all those teams man oh was, totally forgot about that yeah. that was so cool uh and yeah that camera pans and then it, you could see him down there on the end you know and then it just kind of pauses and the place goes crazy um very cool it is going to be weird to see him not stepping into that third baseman's box it is yeah, just like, going to be really weird and oz is he's going to put his it was it was equally as weird not seeing corky waddle out there to the mound right yes yes 100 um, so, so anyway it's, it's going to be but we've, we've got a new a new a new guy in charge so we'll see what he's putting his stamp on the on the program as we speak yep um i i know that the nikki ball game played a lot of outfield this summer and i think he's he's playing some center field now and and hopefully that'll lend itself to being able to pitch just a little bit more or making it easier to pitch um dickerson's gone who's gonna play shortstop right well we got the, we got the transfer from from byu ozzy pratt uh and apparently seth smith also had a very good day your boy tj dunsford yeah he's been in the outfield swinging it Early good apparently yeah looks looks really good defensively getting good jumps on the ball catcher catcher might be an issue and 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 we need Mr. Rick to, and we'll have Rick talk about this more once. This oh season yeah, gets for closer. sure. But so a lot of guys to watch. Um, Jacob Keys, kid out of Brandon. I've seen him play. My, my nephew played at Brandon, and I remember watching him as a tenth grader, going like, "He's a stud." Well, he's here. Um, uh, Tucker Stockman, Gray Bain, and of course Graham Crawford, uh, all playing catcher. And I don't know which one is going to play. Those are our four guys. I, I think that's the only catchers that we have, mm-hmm. and. I think it's a coin flip right now, <laughs> so we'll see what happens. But but catcher is something to look uh, to to watch a little bit more closely. Um, lots of new pitchers: McCarty English and Peyton Lacey, both hard throwers from the coast. Ocean Springs and Past Christiane, I believe. Uh, Josh Ock is on campus. Everybody that remembers Ryan Ock, the Ock next monster. Hopefully, this is a right-handed version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilkes is back, Faust is back, Maz is back. Ran into Maz's family actually after the game oh, cool. the other day. Um, Armistead, 
Pato's back, Rhodes is back, Middleton's back, Russo. And I'm sure I missed some other people. Uh, but but they are all coming back. So lots of familiar names as well as some newcomers. So you did want. not say Lynch or Montenegro. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Isn't that weird? Mm. Man. Very weird. Well, we, we, there's been some speculation as to where the fathead's going to go. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. It's It was interesting last year, too. But the last few fatheads might have been proven to be a curse of some sort. Maybe. So you never know. Dickerson's, Dickerson's draft status might have been improved by the lack of a fathead. There we go. It's John Smith, John Smith playing playing chess. <laughs> he is. He's a, he's way ahead of us. He knows what he's doing. Um, I tell you what. Uh, go ahead and get us caught up, Pilo. I think we're getting a little long in the episode here. I was going to get an update on some of the baseball players that we have in the pros. I might hit on a few of those, but um, what's the weather? looking like uh for this week up in jonesboro and also for here the game is a 6 p.m start the the it's 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 damn near dark these days yeah so will we be able to like get outside and watch this thing um, well first i'll touch on jonesboro it looks like john looks like we're going to be good there um i mean obviously they're a little farther north than us but it looks like kind of like us like obviously if you were outside this morning uh it was incredible that was uh the real first kind of taste of fall uh that we've that we've had so unfortunately though by the end of this week i feel like we're going to heat up just a little bit more back up to near 90 so it looks like uh what i'm showing for game time in jonesboro is high 90 low 66 so you're talking probably around 75 80 at kick um and back at home, uh, it looks like Saturday I'm showing sunny, no clouds. It should be beautiful here. Uh, 92 high, low 64. So um, to me, it's one of those things who is obviously a nerd about weather. Uh, I'm not really looking at the highs anymore. At When we kind of got to this point of the year, I'm really looking at the lows. Uh, and man, those lows are dipping down um, near near 59, you know, below 60. Uh, but that low on Saturday is 64, which is just uh, great. So, yes, to answer your question, it looks like you could get outside, put it on the screen, uh, and it would be bearable after the, uh, you know, 107 and stuff that we've done. Um, 90 kind of feels okay. No doubt. Um, I did find my notes on the baseball guys. I'm going to hit on a few of the, the, the yeah, high points here. So the baseball players that are playing in um, in professional baseball uh, from Southern Miss, uh, Matthew Etzel is in high A ball with the Aberdeen Ironbirds. Uh, he's just five games in, so he's just getting started there. Dusty Dickerson is in high A ball, Quad City, uh, two twenty three with a Jack so far. Looks like he's starting every game. Chucky Robinson still toiling in AAA and killing it. He's in uh, with the Louisville Bats. Hitting 292 with 11 homers and probably the best arm in baseball. What the hell is he doing in AAA? The Louisville um, Bats. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you come that's, up with that? There's another nice. one in here that you're going to really appreciate the name. Okay. Um, uh, Matt Walner, uh, is, of course, with the Twins. He's hitting 229 with 12 home runs in 62 games, kind of cementing himself up there. Probably need to get the average up a little bit, but 
you can make up for it when you hit the you ball hit like bombs. seven million feet, right? Yep. Uh, ben Etheridge has thrown a lot of innings in the for Fort Myers in A ball. He's thrown seventy eight innings, with a two point nine nine ERA. Landon Harper, this is the one you're going to like. I'm going to give you a guess of what the name of this team is. Landon Harper is an A ball in Augusta, Georgia. Ooh. So what do you think the team name is for, you know, minor league baseball teams can get a little wacky with their names. Yeah. I don't know. Like the, I mean, I got to go like Green Jackets or something. The Green Jackets. That's it. Oh, okay. Nice. You looked it up. No, I didn't. I swear. That was completely a guess. <laughs> That's my marketing brain. Like, what would we do here? I was I was yeah. honestly between that and like the pimento cheese, but I was like, that's a stretch for people who really don't know Augusta <laughs> or the Masters. But uh I decided to go with the safer bet with the green. Very jackets. well done. I might I'm 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 gonna stump you here in a minute. Okay, so the Augusta Green Jackets, Landon Harper, A ball, he's thrown 72 innings. It's a lot. Uh 3.34 ERA. So, you know, kind of the same thing you did in college. Yep. Walker Powell, double A ball. He's done 116 innings, 3.57 ERA. He's playing for a team out of Tennessee. Okay. So the Tennessee name would be Tennessee double uh, A affiliate. Where is it? Can you tell me that? I can't. In Tennessee? Oh, okay. Because I don't know. I don't know. Like the. Uh, it's, uh, it's not as obvious as the Green Moonshiners. It's the Smokies. Oh, okay. I was I was going too far. Um, Garrett Ramsey is with the Salem Red Sox. Uh, he's an A ball. Hunter Riggins is in high A ball. He's thrown a bunch of innings, seventy five innings, five point five ERAs with the Greenville Drive. Uh, Nick Sandlin, uh, of course, he plays in Major League Baseball for the Cleveland Guardians. Fifty four innings, three point five four ERA. Every Man. time I look up, he's striking people out, just throwing frisbees up there. Filthy. Just wow. Hunter Stanley. There's no way you're going to get If you get this, I'll know for a thousand percent that you have looked it up. Hunter <laughs> okay. Stanley is in double A baseball in okay. Akron, Ohio. He's done 119 innings, has a 4.92 ERA. I don't know what this has to do with Akron, Ohio, but give a shot at what you think. Oh, I have heard this before, but I, I, I don't know. I don't even know the Akron uh, LeBron James's. I have no idea. It's the Akron Rubber Ducks. Oh, okay. I never would have got that. Justin Storm is in rookie ball with uh, the FCL Marlins, uh, Florida Coast League Marlins, I guess. Uh, not much action yet. And Tyler Stewart uh, just making a kind of a meteoric rise. He's in double A ball already for the uh, – you wouldn't get this one either, but it's the Binghamton Rumble Ponies. Hmm. 35 Solid. innings pitched there, 3.55 ERA. So he can, I think this is, 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 I guess, his second step up this year. Like he started, it's his third different level this season. So well, second step I, up, right? I'm going to have to answer that question. Uh, they are called the Akron Rubber Ducks because it refers to Akron's history in the rubber industry, uh, in particular. <laughs> the birthplace of tire and rubber companies such as Goodyear, Firestone, BF Goodrich, and General Tire. Not yeah. those rubbers, tires. Bunch of bunch of rubbers. Usually is yep. a good year. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. You know, I'm gonna take another sip here. By the way, uh the 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 beer was left in my some voodoo ranger uh by New Belgium and is in a, a koozie. 
from uh, our good friends, the Blackwells, who got married on 10 20. Chase and Destiny. Yeah. Destiny might be one of the best followers on Twitter. So go hit yeah. her up. She did not have to get the tattoo. In other sports news, Pilo, you want to let us know about these other sports we have going on? Yeah, let's do it. Um, first up, we have women's soccer. They're sitting at 3 4 and 1. Uh, they beat Nichols uh, 6-0. I think we covered that last week uh, on September 10th. And they tied uh, South Owl uh, 0-0 on the 17th uh, yesterday. So, uh, Which apparently up, is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, you know, soccer guy jumps on that. I'm like, hey. Which, in, fact, in fact, when I was doing the notes, I saw 0-0. Zero zero. I was like, oh, they hadn't played. And then I was yeah. like, wait a minute. The 17th, like that was, I was doing the notes yesterday on the 17th. So I'm going, it's after they started at one, it's like five o'clock. They had to have gotten done. Let me just make sure they didn't. Let me go look in the box score or in the article and see if, you know, it, the score is in there. So I read yeah. the whole thing and no, but the seven, the, the zero, the South Al apparently is really good and zero to zero is good. For me, it's kind of hard to get fired up about nothing, but yes. at the same point, uh, you know, Soccer is a different animal. And yep. as soon as you bring it up to soccer guys, like, man, you just don't understand, man. I'm like, look, dude, <laughs> I coach seven-year-old soccer. I'm like, Ted freaking Lasso over here. Yeah, you are. Still I zero to zero. You know, kind of hard to pimp that, but whatever. Yeah, we're actually going to get it. We're going to talk more about your coaching uh, in a little bit later when we get to shout outs. Um, mm -hmm. So get ready for that. Uh, next up for the women's soccer team, uh, it looks like they are at Troy on September 21st. Uh, and moving along, we are going to cover, we talked about in the open, uh, women's volleyball went down or went up, uh, to Memphis and played in the Bill Street Challenge. They beat Little Rock, uh, 3-0 in straight sets, beat Memphis 3-0 in straight sets and lost to Arizona State in three straight sets so uh man nine sets of volleyball uh two really close against arizona uh state so we lost 25 22 and 25 21 so yeah arizona um, state's nationally ranked yeah i would imagine most of those teams out west are pretty solid uh in volleyball so that covers uh soccer and volleyball uh no next up for women's volleyball they go to south al uh, on the 21st and 22nd for the uh, oh, okay, I thought it was a name, but that's not the name. Uh, and <laughs> uh, golf we talked about in the open too. Man, uh, Eddie and the guys are off to as good of a start as you can. One tournament, one win. Uh, so they won the Argent Financial Classic. Uh, Thong Pimpat, uh, birdied, listen to this, five of his last holes finishing seventh overall yeah it's not bad um i think we were down two strokes and then he uh goes bananas on the last nine of, i think i've had five uh, birdies in my last eight rounds <laughs> exactly uh man five on a nine that would be wild uh robbie ladder also tied for seventh place uh again we talked uh about the uh freshman phenom uh supercorn uh i'm not gonna Attempt that last name. Amorin Chai Chen. Amorin Chai Chen. Yes. Amor Chai Chen. I'm just calling him Soup. Soup is a great name. Uh, I know that he, I think he has another name. I don't care. If your name's Supercorn and I, you can't say it in other stuff, you just, I'm going Soup. Yep. He's a cool he, ass name. I kind of yeah, wish I was freshman, true freshman, first tournament comes out and I think he shoots one under 
and then what, uh, 67. So five under in the second round. So he ends up finished tied for 12th overall. I mean, again, this field was really good. Uh, so his first tournament as a freshman, uh, that's impressive. Um, so USM goes 288, 280, and 287 to finish nine under overall. Uh, and uh, that nine under was also tied uh, for um, with two other schools. We ended up going to a playoff, and I think uh, Thong Pipat uh, birdied that playoff hole to give us the overall victory. Um, so uh, today kicked off, so they're kind of – you know, that was last week. Uh, moving ahead, we are already two rounds into the Bearcat Invitational in Cincinnati, Ohio. And the men are currently sitting at uh, ninth place uh, out uh, after, I think that's right. Uh, yeah, ninth place after the opening two rounds. So uh, 18 holes tomorrow. Um, and I think Eddie said in this article, he said that we kind of got off to a slow start this morning. Um, we made too many bogeys early, but uh, the second half of round one and the second round was was much better. Um, and um, it's really not how you start. It's kind of how you finish in these 54-hole uh, tournaments. Uh, so hopefully a great 18 holes out of the guys tomorrow will uh, get us in a good spot. Before we get to shout-outs, I wanted to – inform people about this to the top to, uh, to the top talk <laughs> to the top collective.com yeah. and i've just it's uh I, I just typed it in as as we were sitting here and i'm looking at it and there's just lots of ways that you can get involved on this it's an impressive looking website uh, there's a huge button that says i want to get involved and you can press that and uh and go ahead and go all the way through it um look at the membership levels shop around a little bit uh the events that they have coming up there's a contact us button we need to get pete on here to talk about it a little bit more probably but yeah uh, to the top collective.com if you're wondering anything about like how do you do this these days you know who do i call um you know anything that you that you need answered you can probably just click your way through it uh right on this thing so it's to the top collective.com yeah, right in the middle of the page. I mean, they have a frequently asked question. So a lot of people are like, what is this? What does it mean? That sure. they, they cover it all. And so um, if you and if, if you read all that and you still have questions, I know that you can pick up the phone and talk to uh, Peter Bame and 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 he would he would gladly answer all your questions regarding yeah. this. That's a smart dude. Yep. The few times I've been around him, I'm like, oh, that's what smart people are like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout outs, my brother. What yeah. I'm prepared. Uh, so again, uh, I think like I mentioned earlier, Justin, Dustin, oh man, I feel really, I, I really am 50, 50 on that. Uh, I appreciate again, you, you buying that shirt and and taking a picture with me and, and getting to chat with you before the game on Saturday. Um, thanks for the picture. Um, uh, my good buddy, Neil Rogers, it was good to kind of, uh, hang out and kind of talk with him at the tailgate on Saturday. Um, and earlier when you were talking about those uh those people on the east side you know burning uh in the sun on saturday <laughs> i have only been trying to get neil to come to the west side since like 2006 so uh he continues to uh he's an east sider he is an east sider like top row lower section 
straight in that didn't get us didn't get an ounce of shade on Saturday. And uh when I got to my seat, I was sitting in the shade. So just for the record. Um, that west side's where it's at, Neil, or the end zone. Uh, you know, those they were looking cozy. He actually texted me in the game and said I was looking a little cozy as he was sweating. Um, so, uh, Neil's a good friend. We obviously went to uh USM together, and he was, I think, a year younger than me. And but we lived in the dorm together and um attended everything uh together. So, really good friend of mine. Um, I coached his son in baseball, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jack. No, is it Jack? Yeah. Yeah. We had two Jacks. That's not confusing at all on a six year old baseball team, by the way. (laughs) Hey, Jack. And they both turn around, (laughs) or either they both ignore you thinking they're talking to the other one. There you go. So, uh, and one more, uh, the Lee family, uh, you know, usually hang out with them out in the roost, but it was good and kind of bumped into uh, Robert, Amanda, Layla, and Trip. And uh, we were kind of chatting about, really not about the game, but kind of just catching up and, I think Amanda said uh, Trip was on your soccer team, yep. right? Yeah, Trip's one of my studs on, just... on the soccer team, and he, he uh, good player, man, good player. We have a we have a pretty good little team. It's it's yeah. fun, man. When he you, rocks when you those got like some... blenders, got the got the shades, got the swag. Oh, he looks the part for sure. Yeah. Definitely looks the part. Well, uh, my next question was when Amanda said that was how many times has Bump gotten kicked out yet? And they said none. So I yeah, was zero. shocked. I'm over four. But he said, although, yeah, although, the, although the commissioner stood on our sideline the entire time the other day, she even changed the call one time. The, the referees, it was her first day to ref, so she was watching her ref our game. Yeah. And one time the ref called it one way, and she was like, no, 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 handball. I'm going, what are you doing? She said, well, I'm training her. I was like, well, she made the call. <laughs> I don't know. What do, what, do, what, do you, what do you? Anyway, uh, Eric had to kind of walk me off of that. He's like, coach. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh by the way hotel indigo our sponsor our colors are not indigo which is weird uh but we are four and on the season so yeah awesome keep well, it going yeah that uh wraps it for me okay uh i want to give a shout out to eddie brown who is my neighbor I, i've just wait do you have neighbors you just wave to and you're I, I just i've never met him yeah you know, he yeah. has dogs I'm like, hey man you yeah. know and he's like what's up buddy Anyway, he walked over the other day, and he had a sign. Uh, I think it's one of the signs that kind of like hung on the on the um, light post at the Pete. Anyway, it's a it's a canvas sign, maybe three feet high or so, a foot and a half wide, maybe. Anyway, those lamp post looking signs. He came over and he had one of those. He said, "Look, Scott gave me this." And I want to give it to your son. I see you guys out in the front yard uh, throwing the ball back and forth all the time and, you know, figured you might want this. So that was very yeah, cool. Do- cool. Dr. Thornton, uh, the, the, right down the road, he he told him, like, man, you don't know Bump? Yeah. You know, so anyway, that's that was our introduction. So he was a really nice guy. And he came by. So that was that was nice. And Jack's, yeah, cool. Jack's digging it. I uh, saw Juan Cardona and his family out at Tatum for some soccer games. Uh, went and, and chatted it up with him for for just a second. Uh, our good friend Rick Zachary that we know from out at the Roost, yep. he couldn't make it this past week to a game at the Rock, and he said, "You know, do you think you can find a home for these tickets?" And of course, I can find a home for those tickets. So I was able to to give those tickets out, and uh, and they actually went to uh, a, a buddy of of mine. Um, 
I've met this guy, but uh, through another friend, uh, Brad Dale and his family was able to come to the game. So that was pretty cool. Uh, Justin Simmons, giving him a shout out, saw him at the tent. We had a beer. He was walking by. I was like, do you want a beer? He said, yeah. I was like, all you got to do is listen to this show. And I pointed to our banner. Yeah, He's like, scan it. Scan he, said, he said, I listen every week. It's the only reason I'm over here. I was like, okay, awesome. <laughs> here's your beer. <laughs> and my final shout out I wanted to give to was the entire uh, Falvey family from over in Brookhaven. My wife's uh, from Brookhaven. Slade, the owner of 4th Street Bars from Brookhaven. Yeah. Uh, and and it's, a, it's a well-worn path from Brookhaven to Southern Miss, apparently. Uh, so he got he was here with uh, himself his wife, Casey, uh, and then Pruitt, Rawson, Rainey, and then they had a couple friends with theirs, uh, of theirs as well. So they brought a ton of people all the way from Brookhaven over, spent the night, had a good time, come and hung out at the tailgate. Good to see them. Um, that's what it's all about, you know, getting out. Yeah, you know, I, normally watching a victory. I know it's not as cool when we don't win, but, man, it's yep. like, you know, like it's, it's the rest of it was still cool. It's yeah. just the end of it sucks, but yeah, the rest of the day is still fine. Southern Miss does a great job. I know that we are homers beyond homers, but we do a. I've had, I hate using the word P five, but I've had people from those places that have come to town and they've said, "I'm just going to come out and tailgate and not go to the game." I'm like, "Come on!" They go to Eagle Walk. They're like, "Holy crap! We don't even have that." Yeah, they see our tailgate scene. And they're like, "Damn, this looks like you know I'm about to watch Florida players." I mean, it's just. It is what it is. I'm not lying about it. Uh, we, we're good at all that. Yeah. We're just never good at football right now. So hopefully this weekend we yeah, start no, being good at football Speaking again, on man. that, I actually had a, a coworker of mine. Uh, I'll give her a shout out. Uh, Kendra Sue. Uh, we worked together. As long as I've been at Horn, she was already there. So uh, seven years we worked together. Her daughter uh, came down there. there. They live in Madison. Um came down for black and gold day uh so they had so this is pretty neat they had uh it's, it's a major recruiting day uh so on top of the game day they had uh the largest recruiting high school recruiting uh that they've had they had over 3000 students uh there on Saturday morning uh touring the campus kind of getting a feel of everything uh, i thought that was amazing uh, yeah so, um, uh, hashtag the Joe Paul effect. Um, I mean, 3000 students to come down and, and visit campus and tour on, on a nice morning and before home game and stuff like that. So, uh, anyway, um, man, think all those QR out. codes we could have got scanned. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, so she came down and she, you know, anybody that works with me knows like if they come to Hattiesburg, a hit me up for food recommendations, but two, um, if there's anything, you know, tickets or, well, you know, information about Hattiesburg, regardless, they know to hit me up. So uh, I was like, you got to come to Eagle Walk, you know. She's like, well, I don't know if we're going to come to the game. We've been here all day. So they, they ended up not coming to the game, which, okay. Um, but uh, they did. I was like, you got to come to Eagle Walk. Um, and they did. And they loved it. They thought oh, it was good. amazing. Uh, and so they they called me like 10 minutes before and like, hey, we're, we're close. And so I got them to stand by us. And uh, afterwards she's like you really do know everybody <laughs> i was like well yeah i mean this uh that's what's so cool about southern miss like we just have access to like the head coach and you know the president of the university and uh it's just kind of what makes it special so uh, uh, yeah you're exactly right and we, we aren't special at all everybody knows these people it's just 
Yeah. Know, so right. Good but stuff, yeah. man. You good? Yeah. Yeah. Let's shut her down. Shut her down. Uh, this episode has been brought to you, of course, by our good friends over at Fourth Street Bar and Grill, where they are famous for installing and servicing hangovers. Go see our friends at Fourth Street Bar today. And I would like to thank everybody for listening each each and every week. Um, it's an honor to do this. It really is. It's it's uh it's it's very special for us to get to do this uh, week yep. in and week out and for have people listen. So thank you for listening in today, whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Remember, you can follow me at Bumper J Bailey and Patrick at P Lowry. Follow us on all the socials at To The Top Talk. And don't forget about the mailbag, to the top talk at gmail.com. It works, I swear. I email myself today. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss. To the top. Talk. Bam, bam, bam. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi put you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done the fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State or Tennessee but I chose Southern Mississippi and right here at home is where I'll always be I could play for Alabama USC our Notre Dame You have lots Of things to offer But Southern Mississippi Put you all to shame I could play For North Carolina Ohio State Or LSU You play a good Game of football But Southern Mississippi Is a whole lot better than you season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state 
Call Katie Case Bailey with Dunbar Real Estate for all of your real estate needs. Katie Case Bailey, Realtor Extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601-408-9980.